Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pete Billings on the line now to join us. Good morning, Pete. How you doing, bud? How are you, D? Going well? Going good, mate. Going good. Plenty going on on the sports news and sports front. A lot of cricket, a lot of rugby, but sailing. It is back, and you've got off to a hell of a start, mate. You've had a bit of a break. What have you been up to? Yeah, well, we obviously got off to a great start there in Chicago. It's good to get a win on the board, and then, um, yeah, we've kind of actually been busy on our other side of life, uh, shipping up to Bermuda. Sorry, Barcelona. Um, for the cup program, but yeah, we're obviously into the, the build up for LA now and uh, looking forward to the, the next LGP event and trying to back up the, the good work we did in Chicago. Barcelona, mate, obviously the America's Cup is taking place there, it's going to be a hell of an event. What were you able to achieve over the last couple of months or a couple of weeks? Yeah, well, um, obviously on the LGP side, we've been through a pretty thorough debrief um, after the. Uh, I suppose the disappointment of San Francisco where we, we came so close to, to winning the season and um, mm. but you know obviously ended up with a a reasonable result looking back at it it's obviously not the one we wanted but um, <clears throat> you know a result that uh, did show a lot of progression from the the season before so you know, we definitely uh, dug pretty deep and um, figured out some some pretty good uh, strategies to to improve and keep the the progression going and I was really excited about trying to you know, go ahead and execute those and, you know, continue to develop the unit for, for later in the year. Yeah, great start to the year, Pete. Thanks for joining us this morning. Um, just on the on the weather conditions, like you talk about it up in Barcelona and and how you're getting used to it with the um, with the America's Cup boat, but but just on a whole with the conditions around the globe, you know, with your sail GP, how different are the conditions from week to week? Um. Yeah, well, I think in our sport, you definitely wouldn't look at, uh, I suppose, history um, to try and predict the conditions right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty obvious things are quite different to how they've ever been. Um, you know, obviously, look at what's happening in New Zealand at the moment with uh, all the tropical mm. systems coming down, um, which is just because our ocean temperatures are so much warmer, so they just keep kind of spooling a lot further south than they traditionally would. And you look at how much rain there is. Um, yeah, where we are at the moment, we're obviously going through a massive heat wave at the moment, so it's kind of in quite a different um, weather conditions to traditional. So, you know, uh, yeah, it, it, what I'm trying to say is it's a little bit more kind of, you know, see what you get. You obviously go off a short-range forecast. Um, yeah, every venue has its little idiosyncrasies, but, you know, that's one of the, I think, the, I think the things that makes a, a good sailor uh, really good is, you know, being able to pick up a venue or, or sailor, any condition um, 
you know, learn those idiosyncrasies about it and, and perform to the highest level there. Are you, are you concerned about the, the changes in, in the climate and, and how are you able to adjust? I know there was a lot of damage over in Australia, that um, freakish wind gust that, that swept through the, the Sydney Harbour there and destroyed a lot of the equipment. Um, but, you know, like, is, is there a, a thought in the back of your mind that there might be some adjustments made knowing that the changes are coming? Yeah, well, that one wasn't probably so climate-related. Um, you know, they get those coming through <laughs> yeah. and just ended up swirling uh, through the buildings. Um, but, yeah, just definitely for myself, obviously. Um, yeah, we obviously started a marine conservation charity and, you know, to have a healthy planet, we, we believe we need a healthy ocean. So, you know, we're doing obviously everything we can there to you know, really support um, ocean health and try and encourage New Zealand to become leaders in, in the world in that regard and yeah, to be honest right now we're we're a long way off but you know we're um you know a small island nation at the bottom of the world with a huge ocean space and you know a lot of potential you know not many kiwis know that 94 percent of our country by area is actually ocean so you know if, as a country we want to have an impact on the, the world stage and you know some of those bigger conversations we've got to do it got to do it through the ocean yeah, yeah. talking talking about a long way off Pete that that um, that final race last year where you know I was screaming at the telly saying go on boys get over get over there and get past the Aussies and uh, they just got that foil back up to to win it is, is there been much of a I guess a, an improvement this year and do you have um, something up your sleeve this year as opposed to last year because it was a massive jump for you guys wasn't it yeah yeah it was Ugh, you look back at the race we had a, a whole week of opportunities didn't we um, <laughs> and we got so close to, to leading at mark one um, you know felt like we got a little unlucky on the split up the second beat you know ended up back in third for a little bit and then you know we had a absolute blinder up the, the last beat to you know come within about a metre of um of winning it, so it's uh, yeah, you know, something we look back on, and obviously wasn't to be for us. And you know, the Aussies obviously sold a great race, but now we definitely gave ourselves a really good opportunity. So you know, for us, it's trying to continue that learning curve we've been on. Um, yeah, we feel like we've got some really good processes in place to you know be able to unpick these performances and you know really figure out where we where we need to go to to make significant improvements. And you know, we're you know, looking at this beginning half of the season, um, you know, really trying to make sure we're not afraid to take risks to, to go forward in the long run. Um, you. you know, we might have the odd event um, in the middle where we're, we struggle a little bit, but, you know, we're really not afraid to, to put the hammer down and, um, you know, take it on. Mm. Pete, you've got um, you got LA this weekend, of course, so out in the Pacific Ocean. First round was up in Chicago, so it was freshwater in the in the lakes. What does that do for you as a driver and, and you know, talking to the support guys and the mechanics and engineers on, on the boat in terms of how you how you have to change setups? Well, it's definitely good at the end of the day, uh, the fresh water. Oh, makes it real <laughs> easy for the wash down. As you know, you've been a bit of time at lakes down south, mate. You wouldn't have to wash yeah. the boat down, Pete, would you? <laughs> oh, you know, you have out from time to time. You know, you can't leave the food in the field. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, a bit more serious. No, the, the boat actually uh, sits a little bit deeper in the water. So um, mm. just adjusts kind of like how quick it accelerates a little bit and some of the techniques we have to use on board. But, um, you yeah, know, that's obviously the same for everyone. We're obviously <laughs> a lot more familiar with sailing in, in salt water. Um, but, yeah, it'll be a lot more of the same. And I suppose one of the unique things about LA is we're actually inside a breakwater. 
so it's going to be uh, incredibly flat water and quite windy, so we should be able to see some pretty good speeds. Ooh, yes, that's exciting. That's one exciting thing about these boats. They go very quick on top of the water. Uh, let's talk about the starts. We spoke to Blair Chook. I know uh, last year you were just having problems with the start. You were just missing the the jump a wee bit. You made adjustments for Chicago. You got the results. What adjustments did you have to make? Was that you just, Pete, falling asleep at the helm? <laughs> just decided to do it a bit better, eh? Um, <laughs> No, nah. um, yeah. Well, I think the thing we you look at with the starts, it's obviously uh, really complicated to to try and be consistent. And we obviously have mm. a lot of different strategies of how to deal with different situations. But yeah, then it comes down to some, you know, incredibly small idiosyncrasies, and you, know, you see the average across the fleet so high. So no one really manages to crack it consistently, and yeah, everyone seems to have good and bad weekends. So it's you know about really just trying to get your average up. Um, yeah, we're really happy with the way we went about that in, in Chicago, but you know, it, um, it's the only sport I know like it where everyone just kind of mingles around and you kind of fight for the <laughs> position you want and then uh, and, you know, away you go. I like can imagine starting a car race if you just had a huge field and, and a start <laughs> line, you know, and go for it. Um, how much of a scrap but, is yeah. it? Like, how aggressive can you get uh, at the start? You, you have you to be aggressive? Pretty aggressive. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, mm. you know, a lot of penalties um, and interaction that happens before the start. You know, if you look back at last <laughs> season, one of our collision penalties was actually prior to the start on a practice day. So it's, um, yeah, something that that's where obviously all the boats are closest together. Everyone's trying to get big speed differences relative to other boats mm. to try and give themselves a jump at the line. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, you do get it wrong. So it's, um, it's just yeah, like I said before, trying to be trying to be consistent. Yeah, if if Izzy was a driver of one of those other boats, I'd stay well away from him at the start line because you wouldn't you wouldn't actually get a start. How how how's the innovation going with the the boats, um, Pete? Like, is there much more to give? You know, like you're talking about flat water and mm. the um and the breakwater there at LA and the speed of the boats. Like the danger, like where where is the danger meter on it on the boat? But Talking about innovation, how much faster is these are these boats going to get? Um, well, I think on average around the racetrack they continue to improve, but the the peak speed, the thing that everyone's always interested in, um, is kind of hitting a bit of a ceiling at the moment with um, what we call cavitation, which is essentially where the low pressure on the low pressure side of the foil. So a foil, the thing that gives us lift and allows us to fly like your wing of the aeroplane out there, you know, if you take off on a conventional plane, it has a high and low pressure side and the low pressure side gets so low that it causes the water to, to boil, um, which creates a huge amount of drag. And, you know, that for us happens at around around 50 knots or just under 100k an hour. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really hard to break through that spot. But, you know, we spend you know a lot of time up over 80k now um, and just everyone's getting quicker and quicker at all the transitions and the little of their idiosyncrasies around the racetrack. And no, it could be could be on the cards this weekend to try and get over 100. Um, the French, I think, hold the speed record at the moment at 99.9 uh, k's an hour. So um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, take that one off them. Yeah, <laughs> take that one off them for <laughs> well, sure. The French, where are they? The French later in the year. <laughs> 
There will be, mate. You just see a bit of doubt in their domes, please. They're sitting in sixth position, so they shouldn't even be part of the talking. They don't deserve it. Anyway, four days, three minutes, and 40, <laughs> three hours and 43 minutes away, Pete Burley. We better let you go. I know you've got a lot of preparation to do. We appreciate you coming on the show. All the best for LA, mate. Uh, no worries at all. Cheers, cheers, guys. Good to chat, and uh, happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> happy good. birthday. There he is, Pete Berling, giving us a happy birthday in a couple of days out. That's a great question, Gekimpi, because, you know, like how much of the limit can we push with this innovation and the technology at our disposal? Like, how about he hasn't pushed 100 clicks using ear, just the ear and the dynamics and the makeup of the sales, haven't been able to push that 100k. You think in a five, six, maybe a couple of months' time or couple of years that the innovation on hand would be pushing that well over 100 k's a hundred percent you know like in 1985 mm. 1985 i called into perth on the way back from my stint at doncaster the, i think it was the america's cup was there with dennis o'connor you go back and have a look at that old footage in the sailing boats you know what i mean and they're on their side and the the sails are up and they're, they're, they're going mm. on about the speed these boats can reach. We're talking 2023 and these things are looking totally different. They're up out of the water. The danger, mm. like, the, like I mean about the danger meter on it, the guys are just hanging on to the boat, you know, grinding or cycling yeah. or whatever, and they can be thrown off it. Like it's, it must be such a such an adrenaline rush. But, you know, I think they, I think they do get faster, mate. I think they find a way to, to beat the whatever it is around the water and the, the drag and all that stuff and go to another level. So I think, I, you know, just on that last answer from Pete Burley, I think his one of his little goals there is hit that 100K. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, they get much faster. They'll finish before they start. They're so much fun to watch. <laughs> it's right. good, though. You yeah. want it. They don't want America's Cup or, or something that's going on. 15 minutes. Hours, hey? 15 minutes. 15 right. minutes. Bang, bang. That's it. 15 Oof. minutes of race, you know, it's all over within an hour and a half, two hours, and you've watched some really good racing. He's dead right about, you know, try and get in a bunch of cars and, and put a line in the in the sand and start mm. at the same time. You, you don't know where you're starting and where you go. It's, it's, it's such a good sport to watch. So good. So good. I'm looking forward to that. In a couple of days' time, four days, in fact, we'll be uh, watching our Sal GP team hopefully go back to back. A couple of messages here. One from Jeff talking about the SENZ. It is your home for cricket here in New Zealand. Would love to for Pete Patel to be on the commentary team. Hell of an off-spinner for Wellington under-17s back in the early 2000s. I played that is from Jeff. I played, did I, you? I played against you Pete Patel. You play cricket? I did. I played, I played uh, <laughs> down there for Randwick in a, in a game, and Pete Patel came up and bowled. So I know Pete Patel really well, and he's not a bad bowler, but I hit him for six sixes. Mm. So no. he, he must have improved no. really. That's must, a lie. He must have That's improved. That's a lie. Not a lie. I That's a lie. I had him for, for once. For I, once, can be selling the truth about I, Pete Patel. I had him for six. Are sixes. you serious? Serious. Have you seen the scorecard, kids? Well, I've learnt a lot from Uncle over these last two years. Is he? Question: <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is Pete Patel any relation to old six pack, Dipak? Well, he was Wellington that's, what they, that's, that's what they were calling me after I, he bowled to me. They were calling me six pack <laughs> because I gave him a pack of sixes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Callan, help Tony. Yes, there he is. There's my Tony Kemp. 
Where's he been hiding away? He's been scared about the fight for life. I'm still looking. If you want to have a go at Uncle, double eight, double three, let us know. Wally, All right, that's coming up. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what, if you keep going, Dean Lonigan will be on the phone, mate. Dino, if you're listening, not a chance, brother. <laughs> I, I don't think it I, I think people would pay him Pay him to have a crack at Tony <laughs> I know there'd be plenty out there That want to smack my chops off So uh, anyway all right, I know Cameron or Cam uh, Someone else that uh, Ken maybe wants to have a go But anyway we won't go there Coming up we've got uh, Izzy's bomb squad I'm going to have a crack and hopefully carry And see if I can do Kempi's off the back fence Some justice You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse Keeping us healthy this winter The Ashes is still alive Can England do it again? Catch live commentary of the fourth test of the Ashes From 9pm tonight on SENZ for long-lasting hydration, try Aven Hydrance Boost Serum. With 96% natural origin ingredients, it hydrates skin for 48 hours. Try the Aven Hydrance Boost Serum, 59 dollars